0: Hello! Welcome into the show that's all about the Southeast. This is Y'all, and I'm John Rawl. Great to be back with you here after a little Monday holiday hiatus. We're back with you with two hours of Southern news and information. Coming up on today's Y'all Show, we've got a look at headlines from across the Southeast, including reaction to Monday's pro-gun rally on the steps of Virginia's state capital in Richmond, and we have great news about that rally. So we'll tell you about that, plus some passages in the southeast. A famous jazz composer and saxophone player has passed away, plus a songwriter of note has passed away at a songwriting convention in Florida. We'll tell you about that here in the headlines of today's Y'all Show, and later this hour, stick around. We've got information on a couple of Democratic candidates for president that were at the King Day at the Dome celebration that went on in Columbia, South Carolina on Monday as part of the Martin Luther King Jr. festivities in the Palmetto State. And we've got audio coming up in our political report from former Vice President Joe Biden and then Senators Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren all were part of this event on Monday there in Columbia. And we've got that audio to tell you about, plus we'll tell you where Vice President Mike Pence, where he was over the weekend in celebration of the Martin Luther King national holiday that plus other state news to tell you about in our political report you don't want to miss that later this hour in hour two of today's program we've got a quick look at what's going on in the world of sports from major league baseball we'll tell you about some of the first games that maybe some of your favorite teams from the south will be playing as opening day this year is historic in the way that it's going to be earlier than ever on the calendar and we'll have info on all of that coming your way plus we'll get to some college news as well in our sports land yet. Yeah, then we'll segue over to more sports talk from a college perspective with our barrister matt hermans will be on an hour or two with his big 12 and college football slash basketball report then he'll segue as he always does man there's nobody that can segue like the barrister and we'll have him talk about the super bowl which is coming up here in a couple of days between the chiefs and the san francisco 49ers and he's gonna mix what he knows about those two cities kansas city and san fran and what it, what, what that means from a barbecue perspective it's a fascinating conversation and you're going to want to hear that plus he's going to tell us about a unique type of grill that some of you may have some of you may want to learn more about all the that coming up with our barbecue barrister matt hearman's in the second hour of today's y'all show 803-816 is our 1170 is our number to call again 803 816 let your fingers do the walking text or call that line 24 7 we would love to hear from you get your feedback it could be a simple request It could be a simple comment it does not matter and it does not matter when you send it to us 24 hours a day we're open again at 803 816 that's a text line Line, and you also can call and if you don't catch us in the flesh you can leave us a message and we'll make sure to pass that message along to our listeners here on the y'all show also we're available in podcast form if you want to check us out that way we are available in the iHeartRadio radio app the TuneIn radio app and apple podcasts all free of charge And all it requires is for you to log on and download those apps to your smartphone or your iPad. If you already got them, that's great. You are one step up on us. (laughs) And then when you have those apps installed, then look for the Y'all Show. Search Y'all Show. Look for the red and white Y'all Show logo and like it, subscribe, and voila, each and every day, the Y'all Show will come automatically to your smartphone and or your ipad and you'll be set to hear our show if you want to listen to it at your own leisure if you want to hear us going down the highway if you're in a very boring business meeting and you'd rather hear the y'all show than your bosses that's perfectly fine if you're a kiddo and you want to hear us instead of your 10th grade math teacher that's perfectly fine with me (laughs) may not help out with your education and more importantly if you're out there perhaps uh, with your new year's resolution you're trying to lose a few pounds or look just a whole lot more intimidating here in 2020 you can put us up on the treadmill or strap us to your arm on your way down the highway with a jog or run or just a fast walk listen to the y'all show in fact you can even listen to us at one and a half times the speed if you choose the podcast option so those are great ways plus Again, we thank all of our great affiliates that carry the Y'all Show each and every day on great radio stations across the Southeast. Now, diving into today's headlines, as we said, it was national holiday time on Monday for Martin Luther King Jr., but actually, in Richmond, there was a rally, not for Martin Luther King, but for the Second Amendment, as tens of thousands of gun rights activists merged upon Richmond from all over the country, and the great news is they had a peaceful rally there. As Governor Ralph Northam, in the days leading up to this protest, had declared martial law and kept the guns from being actually on the statehouse grounds. They did create a, a gun area where those who had the automatic rifles and such could be in that area and and showcase their weaponry if they'd like. But it was a very good day. I think I heard about 60,000 people in attendance at the event on monday and originally the media expected a large number of white supremacist and fringe militia groups who would show up they may have been there that's not the news even if they were there they blended in and were irrelevant the main news is if you're a lover of the second amendment that you had a good time there you showed that at least in virginia the threat of taking your gun away is not going to happen without people voicing their right to say no way not on my watch And that happened. If you're a lover of the First Amendment, it's a great exercise in our country to see people who believe in the Second Amendment going out there and peacefully showcasing their thoughts on this controversial, if you want to call that matter. And in the South, most people, again, are sort of on the side of pro-guns. And so this happened in our own region in the South. And it looks like it was a very good day from that perspective that we got through the day without a massive massive problem i think there was one arrest as one woman was arrested on a felony charge of wearing a mask in public and i think she was told repeatedly to take it off and she refused to it ultimately uh, was arrested now in her defense i think it was pretty darn cold in richmond on monday and i think some people were wearing i won't say masks but things around their head to kind of keep keep warm and maybe that could have been part of her reasoning for having that on there but in the end no one hurt that's the great news those who were opposing the second amendment they were able to come out in their way and shout out i guess if they wanted to with the gun rights people but in the end it was a very peaceful and rather boring day in richmond virginia on monday good news is we got through it all is well and but the issue of gun rights continues there in that state and We'll find out what goes on next in that saga. Unfortunately, an armed security guard had to save a couple of lives when he shot and killed a heavily armed man who opened fire on a bunch of people waiting to get into a Kansas City, Missouri bar on Sunday evening, and this killed one person and it wounded at least 15 others, according to Kansas City's police chief, as the chief said that police are still trying to determine a motive for the Sunday shooting at the Nine Ultra Lounge in eastern Kansas City as there was a lot of patrons there just after the Kansas City Chiefs punched their first Super Bowl ticket in 50 years. And evidently, there were multiple firearms involved in this shooting. The security guard shot 29-year-old J. Ron Swift, killing him. Now, that was unfortunately after he had already killed another person, an innocent person, 25-year-old Raven Parks of Kansas City there in that shooting, again, two dead in this bar shooting unfortunately over the weekend now we know that on monday several contenders for the president on the democratic side found themselves in the south they were in columbia south carolina participating in the annual king day at the dome event there in the south carolina capital city and many many of the presidential contenders contenders were there in the palmetto state as they went to places like zion baptist church and campaign but also went there to the state house grounds later this hour in our political spotlight. You're going to hear from at least the heavy hitters, as I call it, of the contenders for the presidency on the democratic side. You'll hear some audio from Columbia as Joe Biden spoke there. You'll also hear Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and Amy Klobuchar, who's getting a lot of momentum these days. That foursome will be heard when we get to our political spotlight later this hour there were other democratic contenders also in columbia on monday but those seem to be the four that i'm going to let you hear from later this hour to be the main candidates at least as of right now that were in columbia on monday as part of the king day at the dome of course events held all over the southeast on monday to honor dr king and his legacy and that thing in columbia is a big deal every year but especially on election year when democratic contenders find their way there They get a lot of attention. We'll let you hear some of that audio coming up in our political spotlight. Again, that's that's probably about 25 minutes away, so stand by for that. A passage in the jazz world. As Grammy-nominated jazz saxophonist and composer Jimmy Heath has died at the age of 93 as he performed with such greats as Miles Davis and John Coltrane before he formed the popular family group The Heath Brothers. And his grandson told the New York Times that he died Sunday at his home in Loganville, Georgia, the cause of death not immediately known. He was a Georgia native, but grew up partly part of his life in Philadelphia, having been playing the jazz since the 1940s. And he was mentored by Dizzy Gillespie of South Carolina, and he idolized Charlie Parker, whose nickname was Bird. And there we have a passage again to pass along again from the jazz and saxophone playing world. Jimmy Heath passing away at the age of 93, a passage in the songwriting world, 71 year old singer songwriter, David Olney has died after suffering a heart attack while performing in Florida at the Santa Rosa beach, 30A songwriters festival, a sad passage there as this apparent heart attack happened over the weekend and david only who was a very very seasoned songwriter he died there after pinning many many hits many many songs for a lot of people out there in the music world and some of those hits include they were recorded by people like emily harris linda ronstadt Del mccurry and steve young as a solo artist only released 20 albums over the course of his career but again at this songwriting festival there on the rednet riviera singer-songwriter david Oney passing away at the age of 71 after suffering a heart attack well if you woke up in certain portions of the south on monday and even into today you might have noticed it was pretty darn cold out there and right now this midwinter chill is really really making a lot of people go bundle up a lot more as this might continue according to forecasters into the final week of this month now here are the highs for today slash tomorrow across some of our southern cities the high expected today In, let's say, Cincinnati, which is northern Kentucky for you folks there, today's high, 33, okay? That's the high. Now, in Raleigh, today's high, 41. Tomorrow's high is a 48-degree high. In Memphis, today's high, 41, with Wednesday's high projected to be 45. In Atlanta, today's high at 43. Even taking you all the way down to Jacksonville, Florida, today's high, there on the northeast corner of florida 49 degrees so very very cold temperatures and unfortunately Some of you who have plants and animals and things like that just might need to get those things inside over the next two to three days as we're having a really pretty deep cold streak. Some places seeing almost single-digit temps here in the southeast this week. So be very careful. Keep your eye. And don't forget, especially if you live out in the country, (laughs) to make sure you got that water dripping at night when you go to bed so that your pipes don't freeze. You don't want that to happen if you... (laughs) Can it all help that? A police officer on his way in his patrol car to a part-time job in Georgia stopped an armed robbery and ended up firing shots at several suspects. This according to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. As in Milledgeville, Baldwin County a deputy there noticed this clerk was being held at gunpoint at the Quick Pantry store in Milledgeville on Saturday afternoon. And as the deputy pulled into the parking lot, the clerk ran out of the store, followed by the robbery suspects. The deputy then fired at the men and held two of the three suspects at gunpoint until additional officers arrived. And three people arrested, all charged with armed robbery. And we know now that they're in jail. But I don't have a name for the hero officer who was off duty but headed to a part-time job when you got to give him credit. Pretty good eyesight noticing this armed robbery in progress. Thankfully, no one hurt there in Milledgeville, georgia we've got more headlines from across the southeast to get to stay where you are those are headed your way next
4: Beep's coming. You know what to do.
2: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool, not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
5: Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.
0: On Monday, the nation celebrated Martin Luther King's national holiday, and Monday also was a big day for those who served in our armed forces because the Navy officially announced that they're going to take a step that they've never done before. They're going to name the next aircraft carrier out in the fleet after Doris Miller, who was a Waco, Texas native. He was better known as Dory, and this is the guy portrayed by Cuba Gooding Jr. in the maybe not so great film Pearl Harbor, but yes, a lot of people who follow military history are very aware of Dory Miller's heroism at Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941, when he was a... I think the term was an attendant or mess attendant there in the Navy back in the days of segregation where black sailors were not allowed to do anything except basically be butlers, essentially, for the officers on the ships and aircraft carriers. And sometimes they got to cook food. Other than that, that's about all they got to do. But when the Japanese attacked on December 7th, 1941, and General Quarters was called there on his ship. He went into action on the USS West Virginia and manned a gun and started firing at the Japanese aircraft that were bombing Pearl Harbor. And the Waco, Texas native ended up getting the the Navy Cross, the first black sailor to ever receive the Navy's highest honor. And amazing story of this guy who entered the Navy just before World War II started back in 1941. And again, during this attack with that anti-aircraft gun fighting back And it's believed that he actually shot down one of the attacking planes with his gun there. He has a statue there in his hometown of Waco, Texas. But not a lot has been done other than maybe the post office has put out some stamps over the few years of him portrayed wearing his Navy cross. Now, the sad news about Dora Miller that just after World War II or just after the first year of World War II, while serving on another ship, he went down with that ship i think it was in 1943 this hero who could have probably stayed out of the sea and come back and help with the war bond effort and more but chose to go back to war and he lost his life there fighting for the navy in our country and world war ii and now the u.s navy says they're going to name their next aircraft carrier in honor of waco texas native dory miller And I think it's going to be many years before this aircraft carrier will even be available. I don't even think it's under construction at this point. We're talking a decade perhaps before this aircraft carrier is available. But the U.S. Navy Secretary has announced that is the motive of the administration to push forward with this first aircraft carrier named after Dory Miller. The unique thing about this is oftentimes aircraft carriers are named after Usually U.S. presidents, with, for example, more recent aircraft carriers named after George H.W. Bush, and gosh, I'm trying to think of another one. I think there's one after John F. Kennedy, a great sailor from World War II. There, when he was on those PT boats, but yes, you're going to have a aircraft carrier one day named after a, a guy who was not even an officer in the Navy, not even a president, but without a doubt, a World War II hero and a waco texas native fair winds and following seas dory miller a a story out of louisiana here on this tuesday y'all show four coastal louisiana tribes and a tribe from alaska say that the u.s government has violated their human rights by failing to take action on climate change and now they've submitted a formal complaint to the united nations in switzerland the complaint was filed last week sea level rise and coastal erosion are drowning tribal burial sites in south louisiana according to this complaint also continued land loss further threatens the tribe's source of food the chief of the grand Kalu and dulac band of the biloxi chittimaca choctaw indians sherelle dardar said there in the statement so the louisiana tribes they filed the complaint, and they're the Isle de Jean Charles Band of the tribe that we just mentioned. Also, the Point Alshin Indian tribe, the Grand Cayou Dulac Band of the Biloxi Chittimaca Choctaw tribe. I I need to brush up on my pronunciations of some of these tribes, but the point being, we don't often hear from a lot of these American Indian tribes in places like Louisiana, and here they are coming out with a legal maneuver to try to get some kind of help to try to get the united nations of all people to try to get them out there and and help out their area federally recognized tribes are viewed by the u.s government as domestic dependent nations with inherent powers of self-government And we'll find out what the United Nations has to say about all this. By the way, the Louisiana tribes called Terrebonne, Lafourche, and Plaquemines parishes home. So we're talking Cajun country where you'll find these Indian tribes in South Louisiana. And now they're the latest in the effort to try to back climate change down going forward. Well, that requires the elimination of fossil fuels, right? Well, they're not going to like the next story coming to us from the Volunteer State, as Amtrak is looking to maybe add a route from Nashville to Atlanta, Georgia, connecting the state capitals of the Peach State and the Volunteer State, as they hope to establish this route that will go through places like Murfreesboro, Tullahoma, and Chattanooga. According to news reports, the lawmakers in Tennessee, they've heard a pitch from Amtrak, and perhaps they'll be able to get this thing through currently nashville has zero amtrak routes the only tennessee route in all of the state stops in memphis and in dyersburg in the very western edge of tennessee so from let's say dyersburg east to the state line with north carolina there's no amtrak presence whatsoever in the state of tennessee which is pretty rare to be honest with you but and, and I know the mountains might have something to do with the problem with Amtrak going east-west in the Volunteer State. And those hills there, those hills are of Middle Tennessee, may be a little hard for rail travel at times. But hey, they go through the Rocky Mountains, so come on, they can they can go across the state of Tennessee if they want. But we'll find out now if indeed the state of Tennessee adds and and georgia too how about that if it goes to chattanooga that means they're going to have amtrak service in places like dalton georgia and if you've never been right there in where the train tracks go through dalton georgia there's a wonderful restaurant called the dalton depot and when you go in there and have a delicious meal they have a little railroad track above your head and their little their little train goes around and this is a kind of a fancy place there in dalton georgia where you can have a great meal and it has a railroad theme to it and you can see that little train chucking along while you're having your steak <laughs> but maybe they'll have a stop there in dalton georgia and calhoun georgia if they end up going north out of atlanta hey that's a wonderful story for georgia people alone especially if you want to go into downtown atlanta let's say from calhoun or ringgold georgia you could maybe jump on the train and and head into atlanta that way instead of dealing with the the darn interstate 75 that would probably be very helpful on some of these days remember in places like chicago they have amtrak going through multiple times a day from places like carbondale going down to champagne and joliet they and urbana don't want to leave out that Uh, they've got amtrak routes going a couple times a day just because of the commuters and you can jump on that train instead of getting in that car and heading to the windy city and it's a whole lot better option and and maybe even better for the environment that way now let's go to birmingham and if you have not had speaking of food we were talking about the dalton diner well i haven't had the hamburger there but i have had the hamburger and maybe you have too at milo's in birmingham of course the same milo's that has that great sweet tea that's available in grocery stores and kmarts i'm an old kmart employee pardon the Freudian slip and walmart's i don't know if there's any kmarts left you know what sadly and and maybe there's a reason i had the Freudian slip here today the kmart that i worked at in 1988 and 89 in my hometown sadly closed about three months ago it, it had been open all these years and had survived and after all these years over 30 years in operation it shut down so with that i want to ask y'all if you're in the south and i mean the 16 southern states and you got an actual kmart that's still open we want to hear from you because sadly Kmart has pretty much died everywhere and I haven't seen one in a while especially after the one in my home area has closed they have to have very few left of course their parent company I think Sears and Sears is barely hanging in there uh, if you're a Kmart fan as as I was man remember in the day that if you're if you were loyal to Kmart which most people were the majority were Kmart you wouldn't dare go to walmart i mean walmart was for the cheap 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 there were even there was even a joke i still remember it from the 1980s y'all ready for a joke funny time here on the y'all show what did the bird say when he flew over walmart cheap 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 I guess walmart's got the last laugh on that one all right let me get back to telling you about milo's if you don't mind as milo's which has delicious little burgers with this special sauce they put on there if you want milo's to come to you you just might be in luck because milo's has been testing something called the burger bus and it's a full service food truck And they try to, with this, go out with the menu to everything from corporate events to parties to possible areas of expansion. The bus is a food truck outfitted to take orders and deliver burgers, fries, chicken tenders, and also those delicious cherry and apple pies they have there. And, of course, the little food truck has Milo's famous iced tea available for you i don't know the range of this thing but i bet you with the right price tag you can get this milo's truck coming to your area somewhere in the southeast too again it's pretty neat i've seen the picture of this milo's portable restaurant and for the right event it might be the perfect thing to have there a brilliant idea again if nothing else you can go check them out for their delicious tea and they do have some darn good tea and finally here on the y'all show as we wrap up what's going on across the southeast as we scan dixie here on y'all a man in florida has attempted to hide underwater from the law as the popo was coming and he decided to go under but not down to australia but no under the local lagoon evidently which is not a smart thing to do in the state of florida by the way for obvious reason as he tried his not so great escape last week hiding from deputies in a pond like it was an action movie stunt and unfortunately for 36 year old daniel christopher booth he had warrants out for his arrest in baker county for selling methamphetamine this according to the suwannee county sheriff's office and when deputies attempted to arrest mr booth at his job at a solar power plant the 36 year old ran away and dove into a pond and evidently has pretty good lungs because he was under for a while but you know what unless he wanted to off himself a little hairy carry what goes down needs to come up for some air and when he came to the surface right there awaiting were the suwannee county sheriff's deputies and they transported mr booth soaking wet to the jail and he also had a a, a, a lot of hashtags come his way as a result of this including the hashtag not rambo He's also faced uh, now facing additional charges for an ill-planned escape attempt, and he's catching a lot of grief there. Yeah, you might want to work on that skill of going under, but give him credit there in this area of Florida there, Sawanee County, for having the the uh, bravery, if you want to call it that, for jumping into a pond. <laughs> I would not recommend that probably in any state, but certainly in the state of Florida. Good Lord. Well, that is a quick look at what's going on. We're not done with what's going on in the South, though. When we come back after this break, we're going to have our Southern political report. We've got audio from Vice President Joe Biden. We've got audio from U.S. Senators Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. All four were in Columbia, South Carolina Monday, and we'll have that audio about what they had to say about Martin Luther King Jr., and perhaps what their vision is for the country if elected president. That, plus an update on Vice President Mike Pence. He was in the Mid-South this week. All of that coming up next.
4: Beep's coming. You know what to do.
2: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself." (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool, not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping? Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
5: Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates
3: may apply.
6: I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol,
1: and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease use as directed.
7: Hear the air attack warning. You and your family must
0: take cover. Back into the Y'all Show. It's our southern political spotlight here on the Y'all Show, where we look across the southeast and share some of the world of politics with you. And we start out in the capital city of South Carolina, on monday as it was across the southeast and across the nation it was martin luther king day and in columbia each year people gather at the state house in columbia to celebrate dr king and depending on if the presidential election is around the corner they'll attract people running for president to show up there and this year a bunch of the democratic contenders for president were in columbia on monday and they were speaking there and more than these four that we were about to let you hear from were present in cola but we'll let you hear from what i call the the fearsome foursome that are running for the democratic nomination for president and some of their thoughts from columbia on monday and we'll go with vice president joe biden as the former vice president spoke there to the crowd he is expected to win the south carolina primary coming up in february And let's go in and hear Joe Biden, what he had to say about Dr. King and being back in South Carolina.
8: If you don't like what's going on in this country, you only have one thing to do. Work! And don't stop working until November the 3rd. Together we can and will win. I know what it takes to to protect voting rights in this country. I did it in the Senate. I know what it takes to pass health care in this country. I did it with Barack and we need to build on it now. Folks, folks, I'm proud of the steps President Obama and I took to reduce federal prison populations. Now we need to go further. No mandatory minimums, end the private prisons, fund drug courts, bail reform, job training, and so much more. I know many of you have become disheartened. It seems like we're on the verge of so much progress just a few years ago, and now, now so much we've gained is under attack. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in the battle for the soul of this nation. In, in 2009, I was standing on a platform in January in a city in my city that had been burned to the ground earlier in 68, waiting for a black man to pick me up from Philadelphia and take a train ride to Washington, D.C., to be inaugurated as President and Vice President of the United States of America. Folks, between America and the American ideal, we have created so allegedly, a created all men are created equal. There's a harsh reality that racism has long torn us apart. Ladies and gentlemen, hate never goes away. It only hides. Give it oxygen, as Trump has done, and it comes back. I also know, in the words of James Cleveland, I don't feel no ways tired. We don't feel no ways tired. <coughs> We've come too far. We have from where we started. Nobody told me. Nobody told me the road would be easy. And I don't believe he brought me this far to stop now. Former Vice President Joe Biden,
0: the leader in South Carolina's polling, at least right now, for the primary coming up, he was at the King Day at the Dome event on Monday in Columbia. Also there was Minnesota's Amy Klobuchar, the U.S. Senator, who, just like her other senators running for the presidency is back in washington today as she has to be part of the impeachment trial but before attending that today she was in columbia on monday and let's hear from the senator from minnesota
4: when dr king said that we are all tied in a single garment of destiny he also meant economic destiny economic justice what would he say when a pregnant African-American woman goes into a maternity ward in Louisiana, says her hands are swollen, and leaves without her baby because no one listened. He would say that is not justice. What would he say when an African-American vice president of a major company in my state goes into a store and is followed by store security the entire time? would say that's not justice. What would he say when he found out today, after so many years of his work, that 30% of African American kids still live in poverty? He would know that is not justice. He would call it out as it is. He would call for what? Equal funding for education in our schools, including right here in South Carolina for ending child poverty in a generation. We can do this. He would call for criminal justice reform. He would call for investing in equitable healthcare and that everyone has clean water, affordable housing, childcare, retirement security. That was his mission and yes, that is our mission today.
0: South Carolina's Democratic primary will be on leap day this year, February 29th. And as of right now, Joe Biden in the lead, according to the polls, at least 63 delegates are at stake in South Carolina with this primary at the end of February. We've already heard from Joe Biden and Amy Klobuchar. We'll continue here on the Y'all Show going back to Monday for some of the speakers present at the King Day at the Dome event in Columbia. Up next is Vermont's birthday. Bernie Sanders speaking to the crowd there in Columbia.
7: We are sick and tired of people working for starvation wages because you can't raise a family on $9 an hour. We are sick and tired of a government which ignores the existential crisis of climate change. We are sick and tired of a racist and broken criminal justice system disproportionately jailing African-Americans, Latinos, and Native Americans. Brothers and sisters, the legacy of Dr. King is to have courage. This was a man who stood up against the war in Vietnam when it was not popular. This was a man who stood up to his own president when it was not popular. This was a man who stood up to the entire establishment of his time. So let me conclude in my four and a half minutes. This is the wealthiest country in the history of the world. And if we do not allow Trump and his friends to divide us up by the color of our skin, or where we were born, or our sexual orientation, or our religion, If we stand together, there is nothing that we cannot accomplish in the fight for economic justice, racial justice, social justice, environmental justice in the spirit of Dr. King. Let us stand together. Let us go forward. Let us complete the journey. Thank you very much.
0: And concluding our audio here on today's Y'all Show, recapping Monday's events in Columbia SC, the King Day at the Dome event of the contenders running for president on the Democratic side, here's some audio from Elizabeth Warren as she spoke there in the capital city of the Palmetto State.
9: I am honored to be here on the 20th anniversary of a march that began with a righteous mission to tear down Confederate symbols of hate. I am grateful to join this historic march to honor a man who forever changed the course of history. We've come together to honor the life and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., to honor his struggles and his triumphs, to honor his stand against racial and economic injustice, to honor his courage and his conviction. This is a moment of crisis for our nation. Our economy has been hijacked by the rich and the powerful. Our government has been hijacked by the rich and the powerful. Our democracy has been hijacked by the rich and the powerful. Look anywhere around you the racial wealth gap holds black back black families all across this nation.
0: Elizabeth Warren, U.S. Senator from Massachusetts, who, just like Bernie Sanders and Amy Klobuchar, back on duty in Washington, D.C. this afternoon with the Senate trial of President Donald Trump and his impeachment that's going on there. But on Monday, she and others running for president on the Democratic side found themselves right there in Richland County, South Carolina, campaigning and out shaking hands and kissing babies on martin luther king jr day in south carolina again the primary is february 29th in the palmetto state and it is the first in the south primary that the sort of preamble to super tuesday and that's taking place february 29th it'll be here before you know it Well, Vice President Mike Pence found his way to Memphis over the holiday weekend as hundreds of parishioners and non-parishioners went to the Holy City Church of God in Christ in the memphis suburb of raleigh for a speech by vice president mike pence this happened on sunday while most of his speech was about dr king he also talked policy and the trump administration a lot of people there in the crowd cheered vice president pence as he called dr king a true american hero and defender of every human's rights during his speech which happened again on sunday the day before the national holiday As Vice President Pence said, Dr. King knew where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And Vice President Pence, again, with a lot of applause during his 15-minute speech, and he was right there in the Mid-South in the same town that Martin Luther King was gunned down in in 1968. As the Vice President spoke, he did use part of his speech to tout President Trump and his record. As he said, I want to assure you, under this administration, we've made every effort to open pathways to the American dream, for every American. And again, that was Sunday in the Raleigh suburb of Memphis. And finally, some state political news to tell you about here on this Tuesday edition. We've got a candidate for governor and in the mountain state as one of the two state candidates to officially file paperwork with the secretary of state's office in charleston west virginia on monday and that was jody murphy who's running for governor under the democratic ticket he is a parkersburg west virginia resident and is a former chamber of commerce and economic development official in pleasance county According to a press release issued Monday from his campaign, he's committed to the growth, development and diversification of the state's economy and retention and recruitment of West Virginia residents, says voters in West Virginia will be going to the polls. And will find out if anybody is going to be able to unseat incumbent Governor Jim Justice here in this upcoming election in the Mountain State. But at least there's a Democrat already waving his hand up and saying, I want to run for governor of West by God, Virginia. And that is a quick look at what's going on across the South from a political angle, when we come back at the start of the next hour here on the Y'all Show, we'll start it off with a quick look at all things sports, a little mixture of baseball, a little football, heck, even a little basketball news to tell you about. In fact, some bad news for a Florida Gator great who's now in the NBA for the Atlanta Hawks. We'll have that to start the hour. Then we'll also have, an hour two, Matt Herman's take on the Big 12 from a football and basketball perspective. And we'll get Matt Herman's, a.k.a. the Barbecue Barrister, to weigh in on the Super Bowl from a food perspective what about kansas city what about san francisco when it comes to barbecue all that is ahead you do not want to miss out on the delicious conversation and it's coming up stay where you are
1: if you're worried about your cholesterol hear how others are taking charge with garlic
2: my doctor said my cholesterol was borderline but i've been taking garlic and it works
1: i've been taking garlic for years
2: my pharmacist
3: recommended garlic He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol.
1: I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms
3: can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (gasps)
2: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool, not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping? Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
5: Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Hey, y'all. Jeff
10: Foxworthy here.
0: Back in for another hour of this, the show all about the South. I'm John Rawl, and this is The Y'all Show. Thank you for tuning in on great radio stations or if you're catching us via the podcast option. Coming up later this hour, Matt Heerman's our barrister of all things Big 12 and barbecue, will be dropping by with a great report on Big 12 basketball, football. We'll also get him to weigh in on some of the NFL news and notes. And of course, speaking of the NFL and the barrister, we're going to have him talk about San Francisco and Kansas City not from a gridiron perspective but from a grill perspective only the y'all show could pull off such a conversation (laughs) and it's coming up you don't want to miss out on matt herman's talk here a little bit later this hour but right now on the y'all show we dig into what we call sports Lanyap, a little mixed bag of all things sports here on this tuesday edition and sadly we start out this hour of the y'all show with information on florida gator great Chandler Parsons Chandler a native of Castleberry Florida who played for the Gators back in the late 2000s up until around 2011 I believe was his last year in fact he was the 2011 SEC player of the year for the Florida Gators he's 31 years young and earlier this week, it appears he was injured in a potentially career ending automobile accident that was caused by a drunk driver as the Atlanta Hawks, which is the team he plays for now, a team he's been playing for this season. Chandler Parsons throughout his history has played for several teams as he it was announced by his law firm that and his and the Atlanta Hawks that he's been placed in the nba's concussion protocol after suffering a concussion and whiplash in this crash the law firm morgan and morgan for the people said in a statement that parsons suffered multiple severe and permanent injuries including a traumatic brain injury disc herniation and a torn labrum Morgan & Morgan said the driver who caused the crash, who's identified, not identified, rather, in the statement, arrested and charged with DUI, the driver, allegedly caused a three-car crash, including Parsons' vehicle, and this happened last, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, rather, on the timeline there. And he has admitted to drinking, according to the law firm. So we wish Chandler Parsons all the best. He's been plagued with a knee injury since signing a four-year, almost $95 million deal with the Memphis Grizzlies back in 2016, ended up just in a 100 games for the Grizz during his time in Memphis. And then he had played in just five games this season for the rebuilding Hawks who acquired him from the Grizz in a trade last summer. But unfortunately, his career certainly right now on hold as he hopefully will get past this awful, awful, awful. It looked like I'm seeing the the damage there on his car, and I can't make out what kind of car, but it looks like a very nice car in the wreck there in the Atlanta area that according to his Atlanta foul, uh, Atlanta Hawks and his law firm caused so, uh, multiple severe and permanent injuries after this DUI incident in the Atlanta area. We wish him all the best. Speaking of the NBA, quick look at what's going on in the association from a standing standpoint. Believe it or not, we are right now at the halfway mark of the NBA season. And in the Eastern Conference, man, the Greek Freaks, Milwaukee Bucks, continue to be impressive here this year they've got an eight game lead over the next team in the NBA the Bucks are 39 and 6 the Miami Heat are at 30 and 13 the defending NBA champ the Raptors are at 29 and 14 nine games back other teams in the south that are somewhat in the running in the NBA at least halfway through from the Eastern Conference the Orlando Magic are at 21 and 23 and they're climbing their way up The Hornets of Charlotte are right there about five games out of even being in the eighth place spot. So some work to do. Chandler Parsons, Atlanta Hawks are at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. The Hawks at 10 and 34 overall. They can go ahead and stick a fork in this season. It looks like it's done. On the Western Conference side of the NBA, the Lakers, what a turnaround there thanks to some offseason acquisitions. The Lakers are 34 and 8 and leaders of that conference. And the Clippers, the team that shares the building there in the Staples Center, the Clips are at 30 and 13, four and a half back of the Lakers at this point. Other teams in the South, at least from the NBA's Western Conference, to mention the Mavericks are at 27 and 15, seven games back of the Lakers. The Rockets are eight games back of the Lakers, and they're in sixth place. The Thunder are at number seven in the current standings of the NBA Western Conference, and the Memphis Grizzlies are in eighth place with a 20 and 23 mark. They've been winning a lot here of late, and that's got them just past the San Antonio Spurs, the New Orleans Pelicans, and they look to get mr zion in their lineup soon they are at 17 and 27 having a rough season maybe he can turn things around there in the big easy major league baseball's inching closer to the start of opening day and we're just about two months away from that this year opening day for major league baseball is march 26 and it will be the earliest major league baseball opening day ever from what our research here says for the third season in a row, all 30 teams in Major League Baseball will play on this day, opening day, March 26. And, again, uh, usually we get baseball, the like, first game somewhere around March 30th, and then most teams' first game is somewhere around April 1st or 2nd. But, again, this year is, is historic. Major League's opening day is March 26 for all Thirty teams now, what about your southern teams? I've picked a handful here to tell you about their opening day on that twenty sixth of March. The Texas Rangers are going to be on the road for a four game series to start the year. They'll be in Seattle to take on the Mariners. Their first home game there at the brand new ballpark in Arlington will be against the Los Angeles Angels on march thirty first That's what's up with the Rangers. What about the Atlanta Braves? Just like the Rangers, they'll be on the road to start the year. They'll be out at Arizona starting on March 26th for a four-game set there. Then they go to San Diego. The Bravos open up their season at Truist Park, the brand-new name of the facility there in Cobb County, against the Miami Marlins, and that's on April 3rd, the first home game of the year there for the bravos the st louis cardinals start the year at cincinnati and that's on march 26 with a three-game series there against their nl central rival They'll, they'll go up to their other NL Central rival, the Milwaukee Brewers, and then they open their season at home against the Baltimore Orioles. So a little interleague play there to start the year in St. Louis. Oddly enough, the Baltimore Orioles, who can trace their heritage directly to St. Louis as they were the St. Louis Browns before they packed their bags in the early 50s and moved on to Baltimore and turned into the Baltimore Orioles. Would love to see the Orioles wear throwback St. Louis Browns uniforms there when they play the Cardinals don't know if that will happen or not but it'd be awesome to see hint hint Orioles and wrapping up today's sports land, yep. Former Florida Gator quarterback Felipe Franks has announced that he's going to shift divisions. He's going to leave Florida and will now suit up for the Arkansas Razorbacks. He started the 2019 season as Florida's starting quarterback before an injury. I think it was at Kentucky. And now he's announced that in 2020, he'll be a Razorback as he'll be playing for the new coach there, Sam Pittman there in the Razorbacks home stadium, Razorback Stadium. What is it? Donald W. Reynolds Razorback. Yeah, Razorback Stadium. He'll be a graduate transfer and able to play immediately. Last year, Arkansas had five quarterbacks and had a rough season there for the Hogs. And so if he'll come to Arkansas and do well, it'll be a much needed relief for Razorback fans. As he's lost this job evidently in Florida to Kyle Trask, who's going to be taking him there, who has taken the role there. Trask went eight and two and led the Florida Gators to a pretty good season after the Gators struggled a little bit against teams like Georgia and ended up winning their big bowl game. And now Felipe Franks is going to take his talents to the SEC West Arkansas Razorbacks. We've got sports continuing on in the next segment. Matt Herons will be dropping by with a little take on college basketball and college baseball, believe it or not. But also later in the hour, Matt's going to stick around for some barbecue talk that's got a little Super Bowl infusion into it. Kansas City and San Francisco, what do those two towns, what, what do they mean from a barbecue and grilling perspective? Only Matt Hermans will be able to tell us that, and he'll do that coming up, so don't miss out on the fun. If
1: you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic.
2: My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works.
1: I've been taking garlic for years. My
3: pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol.
1: I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease use as directed. Asthma
3: symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs)
2: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
5: Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.
0: We are the Y'all Show, and this is the program that you can tune in each week and hear all kinds of great goodness. And if you're lucky enough, five times a week, we're on the Y'all Show talking great stuff. And on Tuesdays, we bring on our barrister of barbecue and our barrister when we can get him to talk a little college football, basketball more with a little Big 12 taste most of the time. Matt Hermans is here, Matt. We got to check up on you. College football season has come to an end and we just want to make sure you're hanging in there, buddy.
11: Yeah, you know, it's always a little bit of a uh a little bit of a buzzkill when the you know the final final whistle happens there at the end of the season, you know. Uh but there's always next year and uh you know, I do yeah, I'm a big college baseball fan as well, and that's coming up. And I do enjoy a little bit of college basketball from now and then. So you know, it's it's uh, changing of the seasons. And um, but yeah, always a little bit of a. It's a little sad when college football ends for the year, but it'll be back in August. Yes,
0: it will be. In fact as you mentioned college baseball it's valentine's day is the traditional start for that sport and so we're less than three weeks away from the start of college baseball and so matt if you don't mind we'll get you to weigh in with some little college baseball information as we go through the spring months
11: how's that sound i would, I would absolutely love it big huge college baseball guy absolutely and, i'll look forward to that you know what that'll uh That'll raise my spirits a little bit, John. You know?
0: By the way, do you happen to know, and I'm sure you do because we announced this last week, who the preseason number one team in the country is in D one baseball at least?
11: Yeah, uh well there's so that's the thing about college baseball. There are so many, um there's so many different rankings. So there's D one college sports, there's uh Perfect Game, I think does one, there's baseball America. So it's not just like AP and uh what do you call it? AP and, and then really, Yeah. So, Louisville is... is you are correct. Off. Yeah, Louisville is kind of the, I guess you would call it the consensus. Um, and they haven't been number one for a very long time. So, yeah, great, great. Really awesome baseball team. And
0: rewinding last year, you're defending national champion of college baseball number with two. the Vanderbilt Commodores. And I believe Vanderbilt is, and, and I think yep. I saw them three in some of these polls.
11: Yeah, it's three or two. It's two or three. And Miami's three and one, and... and um, Vanderbilt's three in the other and Miami's two, but yeah it's uh, uh, it's uh, they're a top three team no matter what. Um, Vanderbilt the dominant performance in the college baseball World Series last year just completely dominant.
0: Well, you happen to probably keep up occasionally with what goes on in the city of Houston and perhaps college baseball might get a little bit more of a a little bit more of a spin here going forward because at least I don't think they're stealing signs in college baseball.
11: <laughs> well, what's the old, uh, I'm not a big major league guy. You know, I know I live in the general vicinity of the Houston Astros, but I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, uh, obviously more of a college guy, but I did. There's somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, um, you know, I think the Houston Astros took that to heart. Uh, you know, I feel like baseball is, uh, pretty, I guess, uh, particularly professional baseball, always looking for an edge whether it's pine tar whether it's a different kind of bat whether it's uh signals coming in from the catcher to the outfield or whatever um so yeah i mean it's not terribly surprising to me i know uh it's upset a lot of people i guess i just maybe i'm a little cynical but i feel like you know part of the game of professional baseball is trying to cheat so (laughs) i wasn't too surprised that put it this way Uh, been going on for for a while uh, maybe a hundred years or so.
0: yeah 101 if you go back to the Black Sox scandal if you happen yeah. to know about that particular incident hey speaking of black incidents as far as maybe not the best image for your program how about LSU last week after the victory Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham hyphen Jr. goes into the locker room makes a scene Matt Hermans you weren't in that LSU r- locker room handing out wads of Benjamins were you?
11: <laughs> no no uh but um you know i guess uh if you were a fan of another program uh you might want to do that to get to get to get that program into trouble it's kind of a weird thing to do to your own i don't want to say alma mater but the place that that you played football for but uh hey um not a smart move uh you know i guess unless you hate lsu i don't think odell Beckham hates lsu i just think maybe that was a miscalculation on his part but uh, very stupid i mean i'll leave it at that
0: well remember this is a guy who has a big mouth and i don't know how much you keep up with his stats in the nfl but i don't think he had the kind of season here maybe even going back to last year with the giants to be running around acting quite the fool
11: yeah, <laughs> quite the fool. That's a good way to put it. No, you're right. And, you know, hey, we know the lifespan of a wide receiver in the in professional sports is, is pretty pretty low. It's probably not as low as a running back. I mean, most running backs are done at 30. Uh, wide receivers, uh, you know, depending on the type, and he's kind of a speed guy, so he'll be done early 30s. I think maybe, you know, you, need to, you might want to stay in the news. Um, if there's any strategy behind that at all, which I'm not sure there is, uh, but you might just want to stay in the news and 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 keep your name out there because yeah, you didn't have a good season and uh you know your your career's short, so uh you you need to you need to remain in those uh, those papers and you need people to talk about you on espN, right? It's kind of that cycle, so I don't know if there's any strategy there could
0: just be dumb just just pure dumbness you know uh, d-u-m-m dumb right and and remember this guy did two dumb things first of all he in the locker room before he went into the locker room he was caught on video handing out wads of cash and wasn't trying to hide it uh so that was dumb number one dumb number two came when he decided to slap a security person there in the super dumb locker room because yep, yep. let's be honest the guy was being a Barney Fife he was getting on to the LSU players for lighting up cig- cigars and Odell Beckham yeah. took the time to, to spank him on the butt and that guy didn't right. like that
11: yeah no he didn't and you're right yeah it's a little bit of Barney Fife it's like man you got you got you got to have something else in New Orleans to try and uh, <laughs> try and do i mean i would imagine uh, but yeah, that's just a, a dumb move. I mean, you, nobody, yeah, you don't you don't slap an officer of the law on the rear end unless you're you know you're really trying to get arrested. Now, he didn't he didn't press charges, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. Dumb move after dumb move. Well,
0: we know that we don't have any dumb moves coming from our barrister. We're talking with Matt Herman's here on today's Y'all Show. We're going to talk a little. Speaking of NFL, we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl in the next segment, but specifically what we need to be doing to get ready. For the big Super Bowl in Miami between the Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. so Matt, go ahead and be thinking of what food wise we can be preparing for for the big day here in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, but yeah. before we get to Super Bowl food talk, let's talk a little college basketball. Big Twelve Conference has one of the elite teams in all the land in it, and that's the Baylor Bears. But they're not the only team, as the Big Twelve is really coming to. They're they're actually coming to work big time here in this year, as they have. Not only Baylor, but although I think they lost over the weekend, Kansas is in the mix as well as West Virginia, Oklahoma, and your defending runner-up, the Texas Tech Red Raiders are among the teams in the Big 12 that were often doing well this season.
11: Yeah, the, the Big 12. We've we've talked a little bit about uh, being down in football, which is certainly absolutely the case this last year, but uh, not the case in basketball. Uh, it really hadn't been the, the case for a while. It's a, it's a strong basketball conference uh, from top to bottom. Baylor, of course, you mentioned. Kansas is a perennial uh, blue blood there. Uh, West Virginia, um, a very good team. Texas Tech, like you said, the defending defending uh, national champion runner-up. Uh, yeah, you've got some strong teams and you've got some teams that are, so you've got different ends of the spectrum here. You've got uh, a very old team, I say very old team, when it comes to college basketball, you have a very old team in Baylor. You have a lot of seniors, you have a lot of experienced guys out there, uh, guys who know the system, guys who played a conference schedule, who've been through the grinder, who've been to the NCAA tournament. Um, and that—that that is, there's no substitute for that. And Baylor is clearly right now the class of the league, in my opinion, uh, Kansas, maybe right there, West Virginia there as well. But uh, Baylor is clearly the best team in the conference at this moment and number two in the country uh, right now as far as the rankings go. I think that's well-deserved. Uh, they played Texas Tech a little bit earlier in the year and, and uh, beat them with, with great defense and kind of an offense that, that even the great Tech defense struggled with a little bit. So really fine team there in Baylor. Really, really a lot of maturity. And then the other end of the spectrum, of course, Kansas is, is there as well. Um And you have West Virginia, who Bob Huggins has a team that's really known for defense, uh, really good defense, I think the best in the conference as far as the the overall defense rating right now. The other end of the spectrum, you have a very, very young team uh, in Texas Tech um, that has essentially lost just about everyone from that runner-up team last year, but Chris Beard has been recruiting very well. Uh, he's got a five-star guy in there and jemias ramsey is a true freshman who's playing really well that's a team that will i believe will continue to gel as as the season goes on uh really young now kind of finding their way playing hard but not the well-oiled defensive or offensive machine that we saw there last year so you got the experienced baylor bears at the top which uh, rightfully so and then you have the inexperienced but talented uh red raiders who may come together at the end of the year may not
0: yeah, uh, Matt, Matt let me ask you about Double T for a second because we were kind of captivated by their Cinderella story last year in the Final Four, and they've had those departures. Have any of those guys from the season-ago team made it to the NBA here this year?
11: Yeah, Jarrett Culver uh, was the, I think, sixth overall pick, and he has been playing – started off in the, in the D League, uh, but he's been playing um, in the actual the, – the NBA uh, – uh, since then, so he's had a couple good games. Uh, he is a he is a he was a project even being drafted. He was a great great defensive player at Tech, and had size and athletic ability. Not not a wonderful shooter, and um, needed to put on a little bit of um, strength to finish around the basket. But he's he's had a couple games, scored twenty points, grabbed ten rebounds. He'll be a work in progress. But um, yeah, from last year, and then of course you got guys before that as well. But Jerick Culver's the main guy of the top ten pick. He's made it. Uh, to the league and playing decently
0: and the opposite end of the spectrum of the big 12 the pokes of oklahoma state are off to a rough start oh and five in conference play and they're nine and eight so Stillwater, a program there that had a couple of national championships around world war ii they're a long way from that it appears here this year
11: yeah and that is like you said that is a program maybe some people know some people don't uh that's a program with a very proud history in basketball a really great Arena, Gallagher-Iba, um, can get really rowdy, uh, get really intimidating whenever they're playing well, have had some great success in, in, in the past. Uh, some really good players have come through Oklahoma State. Um, you have kind of legends, uh, uh, coaching legends that have come through. Obviously, Mr. Iba, as they call him, uh, was the uh, godfather of the program. you had Eddie Sutton with a lot of success and uh, Sean Sutton is his son. He's spent some time there, and now he's actually at Texas Tech. Uh, but you've got you've got some uh, you've got some history there, but not not this year. They are they are they are really struggling. Not a whole lot of upside, it doesn't appear. And but you don't see Oklahoma State at the bottom of the standings very very often, but you do now. So not a lot of you know, and under five hundred overall, not just conference play. So. Um, you're not going to see a lot of, of happy uh, Cowboys uh, out there right now. It's a little bit out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, third year there for Mike Boynton. And if that name sounds familiar, he's a former South Carolina Gamecock hoopster who played there in the early 2000s in Columbia and has been in the assistant coaching ranks for quite some time and was elevated to head coach at OSU back in 2017. But Boynton's Cowboys are pulling up the bottom of the Big 12 basketball ranks right now. Well, when we take, we'll take a break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to switch over to talk a little football, but more from a food perspective with our barrister, Matt Herman's. This is the Y'all Show. We'll be right back.
4: Beep's coming. You know what to do.
2: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship you're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
5: Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.
6: I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol.
1: And I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease use as directed.
0: final segment of this the tuesday y'all show the show all about the southeast we're joined now in this final segment as we continue to discuss all things sports and food with mad Herman's. Matt, on Sunday, two teams punched their ticket to the Super Bowl as the Kansas City Chiefs toppled the Tennessee Titans at Arrowhead. And then the late game on Sunday, the San Francisco 49ers looked mighty impressive. Jimmy G and the boys got the victory over Green Bay. And now it's a 49ers-Chiefs Super Bowl in Miami that first Sunday in the month of February. First off, before we get into the food of the Super Bowl, Matt, Wanted to get your take on who you expect to maybe emerge as a winner and other thoughts on NFL football.
11: Yeah. Uh, one game that was that was pretty good for most of it and the other one that was never good. Um, <laughs> 49ers just dominating the Packers from start to finish. Um, you know, I, San Francisco has been uh, – I would say maybe overall, maybe the most dominant team in the NFL this season, um, particularly from a defensive standpoint and their ability to run the football uh, kind of takes the juice out of the other team. Uh, however, I think this, I think the Kansas City Chiefs started a little bit slow, uh, but they have really hit their stride. That offense um, just came out and kind of worked over a very good Tennessee-type defense and a very good defensive-minded coach there in Mike Brable. Um, they're just clicking on all cylinders. I think in a, in a certain in a certain way, I think the Tennessee Titans were about the perfect uh, kind of preview for San Francisco. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you got two teams with the same or very similar offensive strategies. They want to kind of do it old school, line up and uh, pound you with the football, and just throw whenever you, they have to. So uh, Tennessee has Derrick Henry, which you know, of course the, the Crimson Tide great just an absolute bulldozer uh, punishes teams. And they did punish uh, Kansas city in the first half. Second half, they made some adjustments and kind of shut down that Titans offense by and large. But um, San Francisco does the same thing. Jimmy Garoppolo takes care of the football. Uh, You don't want to, you don't want to use the the game manager word. I think he's a little bit better than that, but the way they use him there in San Francisco is, is kind of that way. They want to run the ball first. They want to run the ball second, and then they want to throw if They absolutely have to. So, if there was a if there was a good warm up available uh, for Kansas City in that offense, I would say the Tennessee Titans uh, were that perfect warm up. Now, I do think San Francisco's better, uh, although similar. I think they're better at everything. I think their defense is better. I think their offensive line is better. I think their quarterback plays a little bit better. And I think uh, the only place that I think they're not better is maybe at the running back position. Uh, Derek Hendry is is a, is a superior running back there, but. Um, yeah, so I will have to and I'm not not trying to let my my bias towards the uh, you know, the quarterback there in Kansas City come through. But I do think Kansas City has had just about the perfect, uh, uh, you know, warm up for San Francisco. And I think that offense will will click and I think they'll they'll come away with a squeaker if I had to pick one. But so the Chiefs um i'll take the chiefs
0: all right well we are still days away in fact we'll have you on next week before the super bowl for round two of your preview of the super bowl i believe it's 54 this year but Matt Hermans, as we get ready for that event several weeks down the road, what can we do right now from a food standpoint? Let's say we're going to have a big get-together, as I'm sure you're going to have, or at least maybe invade somebody else's Super Bowl party here this year. That's the better plan if you can pull that off. But what is your best advice to kind of get in the mindset to get ready for Super Bowl 54?
11: Well, this is a good time to – you know, we've kind of talked before in the past, particularly, um, mainly about college football when I always say, you know, if you can, you want to eat the mascot and, uh, that's, that's always a good general rule, particularly in college football, but, uh, and in the SEC, there's some edible mascots there, but you know, in, in the NFL, I think this presents a good opportunity, uh, for a barbecue tie-in. So, uh. Although I have hey, not. Kansas yeah. City,
0: I was telling somebody on Sunday, there's two rib. Would you agree with this statement? There's two kind of rib capitals of the country.
11: Well, I would say there's one, but uh, okay. I'm going to hear you out on it. I would, I would say Memphis. But uh, yeah, I would say Kansas City is. is uh, Honorary. Is people, people, yeah, I think somebody, some people would say that. Yeah, I would agree. With okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, there is a barbecue tie. Now, I don't, I haven't. Admittedly, and I, this is not a slight to Kansas City at all. I would, I would, uh, I would simply defer to others who are more knowledgeable. I don't have not eaten a lot of Kansas City barbecue. I've not, uh, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with it. Although I have been aware as I possibly can without actually experiencing it myself. But you are talking about a barbecue city, there. There's no way, you know, uh, way, shape, or form to deny that ribs, uh, beef. I think Kansas City is also known for their burnt ends, which. Uh, is brisket point cooked uh, to extreme tenderness sauce and uh, and eaten that way it's kind of a smoky uh, fatty kind of delicious uh, method of doing uh, that 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 fattier part of the brisket which is the point we've talked about that a little bit in the past but yeah kansas city from what uh from what i've i know about it is kind of a place where they do everything do pork do ribs uh do beef uh, you know chicken so yeah it's it's a uh, it is a barbecue town, and, you know, so I would recommend uh, maybe doing some ribs, you know, maybe doing some burn-ins. That may take a little bit more practice to try that out. But if you want to get adventurous, uh, you can certainly try some burn-ins. That's a Kansas City specialty. On the other side of the equation.
0: The Niners. You know,
11: what, what you got there?
0: there?
11: Yeah, yeah. So there is, you know, I, I don't even want to say this. The word California barbecue sounds a little bit like an oxymoron and it, it essentially is to the extent that there's, there's what did you call really... me what did you call me <laughs> a moron an oxymoron yeah somebody told me one time that an oxymoron sounds like a very dumb cow uh but uh that, that was that was a uh, or an ox. Funny that. Oh, yeah yeah ox cow whatever same okay. thing right but uh there is there is a uh a version of what Californians call barbecue. And I, I would take issue that it's, it's not barbecue. However, for the sake of our conversation, we'll say that there is. And what it is, um, I think they call it Santa Barbara style barbecue. And um, somebody will probably correct me uh, somewhere about that. It's Santa something type of barbecue. And what it is, is uh tri tip, which is a essentially a large chunk of beef sirloin. It's almost like a sirloin roast. Uh, That we typically, people will typically use that as a, maybe a stew meat, but also, uh, you know, sirloin steaks. People have always, uh, we've always used sirloin for steaks uh, across the country. But what it is, is cooked directly over uh, local wood. I think there's a a form of mesquite tree that they use out there. And
0: let me Uh, just clarify, you had the right county, but I believe you're talking about Santa Maria style barbecue, which is from Santa Barbara Barbara County, which is in the central coast area of Florida, or rather California.
11: Um, thank you for thank you for um uh correcting me it was i knew it was saying something but yeah so basically what it is is a tri-tip uh which is a large piece of sirloin cooked kind of directly over wood and coal uh, in a direct fashion so again i'm not going to harp on the fact that this is not barbecue that we would call uh in the we wouldn't call that barbecue in the south we would call that grilling but californians do call it barbecue and i have uh had that kind of uh, meat in the past, and there is it is good. It's like a steak, it's like a um almost like a lean version of a prime rib, if you want to put it that way. It's usually cooked medium, medium rare, uh, and sliced thin and put on sandwiches. So, California does have a grilling method that is their own, and it is that type uh, of, of barbecue. So, I would say uh, if you want to go steam, uh, you've got, of course, you've got Kansas City, kind of a traditional style barbecue, and I would say a southern style barbecue that migrated up into Missouri. Uh, But then on the other side, if you prefer kind of maybe a steak or you prefer maybe a thinly sliced meat to put on sandwiches, on sliders, for instance, uh, you could go pulled pork or you could go Santa Maria-style California barbecue with a nice herbal rub and cook it over charcoal. So you kind of can – I like the theme idea. Put it that way. And you know what? Why not do both? How about that?
0: And again, as Matt may have mentioned, he is talking about this Santa Maria-style barbecue, which involves – cooking a tri-tip on the grill and a tri-tip by the way i'm gonna try to outdo the barrister here a tri-tip is a triangular cut of beef from the bottom sirloin subprimal cut consisting uh, consisting of the tensor fasciae latte muscle how about that am i ready
11: for med school that is uh you're ready to perform surgery on a cow (laughs) so this
0: is a part of the bottom sirloin which is on a cow and the anatomy of a cow it's toward there in the back portion right before the round section and down near the shank correct for all our butchers out there you'll know what to look for
11: yeah yeah and it's not a it's not a cut that. not a cut that I've seen a whole lot in our region. Um, I'm sure there are places you could go to find it, um, but yeah, that's that's uh you know that is a kind of a California style deal. And uh, hey, why not do both? Why not do both? Why not have some pulled pork for your uh, your traditional barbecue? Why not have some uh, Santa Maria style tri tip to put on some soft rolls or something like that? I like that idea. And I might try it myself.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. In fact, the Santa Maria style barbecue does center around this beef tri tip. It's seasoned with black pepper, salt, and garlic before grilling over coals of native coast live oak. Often referred to as red oak wood.
11: Have you do you have a batch uh-huh. of red oak wood around? You know what? I've used red oak in the past and I was wrong. I said it was some type of mosquito. I think I got that mixed up with Hawaii. Hawaii has a grilling method that they use a a certain kind of wood out there that that is actually mesquite, but they have a different name for it. So apologies for that. But I have used red oak in the past. Uh, I'm more of a, you know, I'm more of a hickory, pecan, occasionally peach type, but it does have a unique flavor. It has a particular type of taste that I think would probably go very well with beef. I think oak and beef, are good buddies. That is a Central Texas style barbecue as well. Uh, oak and beef. Oak and beef. Beef and oak. You know, a little heart around it with an
0: arrow through. <laughs> hey, if you have the Santa Maria style barbecue and you need something to go along with it, the traditional accompaniments are Pinquito beans, fresh salsa, tossed green salad, and grilled French bread dipped in sweet melted butter. I'm thinking about moving to California after hearing all this. <laughs>
11: That is, a, that is a unique spread for sure. Something that something that's a little exotic to those of us who do Southern barbecue, which, which is why it is the perfect time to give that heck of a shot. I'll tell you right now, you dip French bread into butter and mix it with just about anything, and I think you've got a winner.
0: Yeah. Do they call that kind of thick bread out in California California toast, or do they call that Texas
11: toast? Yeah, <laughs> Texas toast invented in New York. Is that right? With it. That's right.
0: I had no idea invented, about
11: that. Yeah, invented by the New York Bread Company. They called it Texas Toast just because it was a fat piece of toast and big. So yeah, interesting. Piece of trivia.
0: Yeah. There sounds like they were making fun of Texas there.
11: Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know what the thing was, but the little the, you can find the original one there at the store. Uh it's it's like the New York Toast Company and um yeah, it was a kind of a theme. Bigger in Texas, here's a big piece of toast. Here it is. Well, we got our big Texan. We're talking with
0: Matt Hearmans. This is the Y'all Show. We're getting you ready for the Super Bowl. That's in a couple of weeks. In fact, Matt, next week we're going to have part two of our pregame conversation with you, how we need to get ready for the Super Bowl 54 uh, at least in terms of the food aspect of it but in case you can't wait until that day in february for 50 or for the 54th running of the super bowl hey i don't know what you're doing but if you have a little extra time and you want to get out of the elements why not head to cape Girardeau in the boot hill of missouri because matt hermans they got according to you com, which is a great website for you to learn all kinds of things about the south including great barbecue ideas The When Pigs Fly Indoor Barbecue Bash is happening, and that's Mm. going on starting on January 24th. The first, whoa, whoa. Of it, first of its kind When Pigs Fly Indoor Barbecue Pash at the Show Me Center in Cape Girardeau, which is the home of the Southeast Missouri Redhawks. This promises to be an event that you won't forget with over 20 teams from seven different states smoking some of the best barbecue imaginable, all cooked on Smoking Brothers Wood Pellet Grills, and you can pick the winner there if you attend this event in Cape Girardeau. It's, again, a two-day event starting on the 24th, and a great opportunity for you to enjoy live music, cooking demonstrations, a first responder barbecue contest, additional barbecue from Smoking Brothers, and they also have a VIP event going on as well. So, Matt, I don't know. I know you know a little bit about barbecue competitions, but it seems like that's a pretty smoky event if they're going to have an indoor barbecue <laughs> bash.
11: Man, that is... Uh, I am I am intrigued. I'm going to have to go uh, online and check that out a little bit. I've never heard of an indoor barbecue competition and i don't have any idea how that would work unless you've got some incredible ventilation there <laughs> i'll, I'll, I'll grills put out a little bit different kind of smoke maybe a little bit lighter but i cannot imagine doing that inside i mean i may have to tell my wife it's chilly here in the next few weeks be like look we can do it inside no big deal see how that goes over but uh yeah i am i am fascinated by that and it sounds like a heck of a time
0: so you you just brought up something that i guess w- why they're having this event indoors a pellet grill what in the world is a pellet grill
11: pellet grill is the new um it is kind of the new popular thing and um i guess in that genre i don't you know barbecue i'm i'm a bit of a purist myself but i'll leave my own feelings aside it's basically a what it is is a it's a grill um, that you can use to smoke. Uh, it has a, a ceramic um, bowl or bucket, you call it, uh, on the side of the grill that gets very hot. And it uh, what it does is heats up pellets uh, that are made from pressed sawdust. Uh, it's a side effect or it's a side product of the lumber industry generally and uh you can it, it basically feeds it it feeds these little pellets into this hot ceramic bucket uh, with a, a heating element there at the bottom and that's where you get your smoke so essentially you're heating sawdust in a, in a ceramic um, bowl uh to get smoke and, and it and a lot of these are these are not cheap items and the reason they're not is because there is a uh it is a set it and forget it you know to use the long pope thing that you, you can still see probably at three in the morning on certain channels. You set it to the temperature you want, and it will keep it at that temperature for as long as you want it to stay there. So it'll feed as many or as little pellets into this little ceramic bucket as uh, as you want to keep it at a temperature. So you do not have to do anything. You don't have to tend to the fire. You don't have to add coal. You don't add wood. You just stick your meat in there. You put it on two twenty five, two fifty, and it does its thing. Um, there are there are very, very big fans of that, and and. Uh, you know, people love it because it's very convenient. And there are people like myself who are more interested in the cultural uh, aspect and the tradition of barbecue uh, who prefer other methods. But for those that like it, they are, they, they love it. And so, um, yeah, that's what it is. It's very handy. Uh, it's very easy to control your heat. And uh, there are lots of different brands out there. There used to be just a couple, but there are there are a lot of brands out there now.
0: And I think they average the retail sale of these pellet grills somewhere around $400 or less. Does that sound about right?
11: Well, that's mm, I'd say I'd say the the, the popular uh, ones are more cl- closer to $1000. Uh you can probably get into one for 400 bucks, but uh, some of the bigger brands, you know, Weber, Traeger, um there are a lot of different types out there. Yeah, you can easily spend $1200. On one.
0: Huh? All right. Well, this sounds like a perfect tease for us to bring this back around when we get to the springtime and ask you a little bit more about pellet grills because yeah. I assume some people as you said they absolutely love it. There's a reason I'm sure they love it partly because yeah. maybe they have less smoke, if not if maybe no smoke.
11: Well, yeah, well that's a that's a I'm not sure that's what somebody would be going for. They definitely want the smoke if you buy the pellet grill, but I would say the main reason for it and, and we can talk about it, smoke and, and stuff like that i'd love to that is a that's a cool subject uh but <laughs> yeah but, yeah um,
0: man i want to talk about smoke with you
11: <laughs> well yeah more like hickory smoke not green smoke but no no i think the main selling point for a pellet grill is that you can you can kind of get a a, a barbecue type meat uh without without a whole lot of effort or time and it's really easy to use so it's the ease of use is why people buy Ah,
0: okay well i tell you what it's easy for us to talk to you because it's so darn entertaining and we learn so much including learning about pellet grills and santa maria barbecue courtesy of the state of california matt hermans thank you very much we look forward to talking to you again next week as we get ready for super bowl 54
11: I'm going to set my uh, stopwatch uh, from now. I can't wait till it dings and we get to do this again. Yes, sir. Matt Hermans, our barbecue
0: barrister. Well, that will conclude our show today. Join us on Wednesday for more of the Y'all Show. Precious Harris is actually in East Tennessee this week, and we'll find out what she's doing there in the Gatlinburg area. It's country music related. It's Blake Shelton related. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we'll have the latest in ACC sports, thanks to Jonathan Leifheit. So tune in tomorrow for the Y'all Show. Until that time, Have a great rest of y'all's day.
3: Beep's coming. You know
4: what to do.
2: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool, not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping? Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
5: Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snoring 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.